It's impossible to know the future. But if things slow down, it helps to be prepared. This, this is Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with DJ Barker and none other than Peter Lynch. We've got something we want to talk about. Um, A situation where uh, Abel and Rosemary have quite a few questions. And these questions really sound similar to many of our other clients. We usually don't get them all from the same spot. But in this case... um, We've uh, we've got a couple in their late 60s, and and they've got you know some pretty interesting questions. Uh, first of all, uh, the market has almost recovered from the March lows. Should I sell now? We'll take these. I'll read through them, then we'll take them in order and and uh, kind of provide answers, uh, our our opinions as well. Uh, second is how do I position my portfolio if a different or democratic president is elected? That's one that's starting to get on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we're just a few months away from that election. Uh, the third one is why is the market doing well if all the news seems to be bad? Uh, these are all things that. I mean, we have various clients ask, and like I say, it's it's odd that you get one in a in a similar spot, um, you know, that that's going to ask you all of these things. So uh, it's obvious that uh, most of these questions are pointed toward worry. Uh, you know, they worry about their assets. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, why don't we take them in order? Um, the market has almost recovered from its March lows. Should I sell now? Well. Anybody want to throw out why we don't look for market conditions? In fact, we work very hard to avoid market conditions that would have us in an emotional Mm -hmm. state. There it is. Uh, And it's called the 10-year rule. Yeah. And basically what we mean by that is um, if we've had, uh, you know, if if you've done a financial plan and you know your spending needs within the next 10 years, uh, what we do is try to set aside fixed income securities that will mature uh, at a date and at a level, a price level, uh, that will allow you to have your spending set aside from the volatility of the equities market. You know, there's a lot of things that you have to consider here. Right. Um, not just stocks. Obviously, stocks are the growth engine uh, that we use to uh, help clients grow their wealth and and you know all of this is basically relative to uh inflation but uh what we try to do is buy fixed income securities that will meet or beat inflation so that the purchasing power of the client's wealth is not eroded over time uh and at the same time anything in excess of their needs uh is is invested in stocks and those stocks should grow. History tells us they, they grow over a long period of time at about 10.5% annualized, um, which is significantly higher than the rate of inflation. So, you know, an inflation-adjusted return, somewhere between 6 and 7%. So, uh, you know, that's uh, that's definitely conducive to growing your wealth. Um, so, you know, the first, the first question then is... Uh, you know, is it, should I sell now? We're never going to tell no, somebody to sell. Don't out of be their emotional, assets. and it's so hard to to not to not watch the news and to think about. Oh my goodness, there is a lot going on in the right. United States today. What do I do? But 
selling by emotion is not going to be the the answer that you're going to get from us, right? I mean, we want you to plan. We want to run financial plans. We want to discuss what the needs are. If you don't need the money within 10 years, there's no need to sell emotionally right now. If you look back in, you know, 2009, 2010, I mean, we, you know, goodness, we thought that where the market was at those times, we're never going to recover from 2008. Yeah. We did. We get back. We got back in five years. Right. Some I mean, great we, returns. Great so, returns since One then. of the best bull markets in stock oh, market yeah. history. Yeah, longest, for sure. Yeah, yeah there have been all-time highs in Democratic and presidential or um, Republican presidents. Both. If you look back yeah, historically, sure. there are going to be good times and bad times for doesn't matter the party because we again we don't necessarily plan and, and do our stock analysis based on who's the president or what's happening in the right. economy it's based on fundamentals mm-hmm. it's based on a plan it's based off of need and then we don't have emotion because we know we've done our due diligence we've done our research we've done what we know sure. that you need and that's how we do it again it's not an we don't plan based off of age it's what you need. Everyone is different, and everyone, you know, we have we have clients in their 80s and 90s that are, you know, almost all in growth investments because sure. they're really, you know, they have pension or Social Security. They have income coming in. They don't need the money for, for what it is. So we would say no. Definitely don't sell based off of emotion and, and call us, and, and let's talk about what your needs are. Let's talk about where you are, and then we can have those conversations in, in detail. Yeah, um, no doubt. Yeah, looking long-term. Yeah. Always yeah. Like long term. Short term is going to be much yeah. more volatile. That's, yeah. that's where the volatility comes in. We were talking uh, about a situation with Abel and Rosemary who are in their late 60s, have quite a few questions. Uh, the market, uh, I'll just run through them again. Question number one, the market's almost recovered from March lows. Should I sell now? Our answer was no. Consider the 10-year rule. Uh, how do I position my portfolio if a different or Democratic president is elected? DJ, you got into that a little bit. We'll back up and, and uh, catch that. But let me read this third question, uh, which is, why is the market doing well if all the news seems to be bad? So, DJ, just a couple of follow-up uh, answers to that uh, question. How do I position my portfolio if we're going to have a Democratic president or a, a, a change in regime, if you mm. want to call it that. Um, <clears throat> number one, we've had, uh, we've seen the economy do well, as you said, under a Republican, under a Democrat, probably yeah. one in my lifetime, one of the most uh, uh, growth driving uh, events that we had was in the 90s during the tech bubble or tech leading up to the tech <laughs> bubble. It was, the te- you know, it was kind of a revolution. We uh, had used uh, spreadsheets the old-fashioned kind where you have to manually enter everything and everybody got a desktop on their desk a desktop computer a typewriter uh, you... some pins and paper sir uh, <laughs> i think that was a couple of oh my side my i'm sorry that. i'm sorry there was a rock and a stone and we chiseled our way <laughs> okay uh, moses uh, the the uh what i'm talking about really yeah. did drive productivity and yeah. it just happened mm-hmm. to be under the you know, presidential uh, regime of Bill Clinton. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it it doesn't necessarily matter who's the president. I mean, obviously, uh, we've seen um, business respond positively to less regulation, which you usually get under a Republican uh, leadership. We see business 
often uh, react negatively. Uh, growth goes yeah. down a little when you have more regulation, and that's really, uh, I mean, it's not all of it, but that's a big portion of what we see, just that kind of a 40,000-foot view. Um, so it, it doesn't necessarily uh, make it a bad investing environment just because you have one leadership type or another uh, in Washington. And, DJ, I know you said you were going to give out my personal phone number <laughs> to make sure that they all – uh, attribute those comments to me, but I, no, I think it's history important. History is on my side. No, absolutely, and it's important to realize. And and if you know if there were bad things at that time that happened in that regime too, right? So again, it's yeah. different. But if we we have to kind of take a step back and we have to remember that yes, that you know again, the news, no matter what network you're watching, they want the ratings, and it is scary. But if you think about what's happening, it's no different than what they've said for months. They said when there's more testing, there's going to be more positives. And, you know, if we really think about what's happening and what's going on in this, the world today, you know, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. We just don't need to panic. Right. You know, we need to maybe watch a little less news. I know some people aren't going to. But, you know, you know, we need to turn it off and we have to reevaluate where things are. But, yeah, you know, the there have been every 10 years there's something. Right. Every few years there's something. It's just we will get through this as well. It's the fundamentals Absolutely. That's, the, the, that's the big driver. Yeah, you're doing money. your research. You're planning ahead. We know that we need X, Y, Z. That's what we continue to have. And that's driving conversations as to stock allocations sure absolutely and and selection and exactly else. and you know as we've um read for it seems like the last eternity technology's been gaining in in uh every mm-hmm. uh, period that we've looked at um it is huge uh we look at lots of fundamentals one of which is is uh valuation mm-hmm. and uh you know to me the valuation matters more uh quite often than whomever is at at, you know, the White House in, in Washington, D.C. So mm-hmm. um, let's go ahead and move to the next. And by the way, DJ, you said something about the news. I was looking at something this week uh, that that I thought was just absolutely awesome. It was kind of a ranking uh, from top to bottom of the most trusted industries. The very top was healthcare, And I think lots of people trust healthcare. Doctors will tell you they don't have all the answers. And, and we all know that. But uh, we still trust them. At the very bottom, 28% the media. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so I think if anyone has lost anything over the last four years at least, uh, and really longer than that, and probably a big portion of the reason that we're so divided in this country politically, it's because just that. I mean, we yeah. all know that the stories that we're being fed, uh, even if there is a, a modicum of truth to them, uh, they've been chosen to make us feel one direction or the other. Right. You know? sure. So, yeah. I, you know, it's it's unfortunate. I would really rather see somebody just tell me the facts and move along. But yeah. we don't get that. That's not days. entertaining. It's right. it's not. Uh, so the third question here, after I step down off my soapbox, is uh, why is the market doing well if all the news seems to be bad? Um, a lot of it, I mean, the, the best thing I can say to answer that question is, $600 extra per week for somebody that doesn't have a job. So you've got lots and lots of time and some extra money. What do you think is going on? People are yeah. people are buying things. They're investing in things that they normally would not have 
the wherewithal to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you've seen lots of things happen and change in the market. Um, I, I will be the first to tell you I have not seen valuations, at least on a forward P.E. basis, as high as this since 2001. That's scary. That's scary to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got a portfolio in the way that I, I would still tell you, follow the 10-year rule, rebalance your portfolio. Uh from February to March, February 19th to March 23rd, the market lost almost 34%. What do you think happened to your portfolio in that time? Everything didn't fall equally. Right. Uh, you know, companies that were still working and, and everyone knew, like a Walmart or a Kroger or, you know, uh, even an Amazon, they were all mm-hmm. still at work, uh, still generating income. We know companies like Disney had operations that slowed down. What do you think happened? If you still like Disney, when we were going through that month and a few days of horrific pain, rebalance your portfolio. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to probably sell off some of the winners and buy those that had lost. Mm-hmm. Since March 23rd to this point, who do you think has been better? Yeah, uh, It's the companies that you would have been buying. Yeah. I mean, that to me is is probably one of the biggest things you can do. You can do it in your 401k. You can do it in your brokerage accounts everywhere. Have a long-term strategy. Follow that strategy. When weird things happen and the market whips back and forth, rebalance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because we do get clients call and say, hey, why are, you, why are you trading in this? The market was up. Well, because of that. Exactly. Uh, I think that's important. It's, we don't, you don't want to freeze and just sit and say, all right, I'm not doing anything or I'm selling out as emotional. It's a... We have to continue to evaluate, and you're tactically moving. Again, you're you're not necessarily market timing, though it can seem like you're market timing, right. but you're evaluating what's happening in totality in the markets, and you're trying to make adjustments here and there to right. make sure you're you know you're selling the IT, you're picking up this, and and slight changes here and there, it can increase your portfolio performance, right. but you're not intending to trade in market time. It, but it's a it looks like it's market timing because there may be a news article that said, oh, my goodness, something happened. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. decreasing your risk also. Right. So. Well, and one of the other things you need to make sure you do is you got to do your homework. I mean, when you see things where companies' operations are slowing down or could be totally halted, I mean, there's companies that, that are awesome businesses that, that uh, we recommended for sale during this because their business totally shut down. Mm-hmm. If you were purely retail with no... Uh, internet online footprint, uh, right? right? If, if just... you had no internet sales whatsoever and no wherewithal to do it, do you want to own that company for the two, three months, knowing that earnings are coming and they're going to have to report some ugly stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you could you could do something like that. I'm not going to get upset with you. It's, right. it's totally human, and you should do that. But um, you know, all, all things considered. What we would prefer you do is rebalance. Mm-hmm. DJ, you mentioned it before, too. Uh, quite often we'll do a tax loss harvest yeah. because it makes sense on the taxable side. If you don't have all your money in a 401K, why wouldn't you manage that? Right. You, it's an opportunity. When we left, we were talking about this. I'm going to recap our uh, situation we had today. Abby and Rose, or Abel, I'm sorry, and Rosemary had uh, three questions. The market's almost recovered from the March lows. Should I sell now? Our answer is no. Uh, follow a 10-year rule. 
uh, how do I position my portfolio? And if a uh, different or Democratic president is elected, it's uh, not necessarily the biggest driver to your portfolio. I mean, obviously, it might make some difference, but uh, long term, we look at the fundamentals. And again, you know, 10-year rule, we make sure that uh, your assets are covered and out of the volatility of the stock market, if needed, within the next 10 years. And uh, third, why is the market doing well if all of the news seems to be bad? Well, uh, there's plenty of negative economic news, mostly related to COVID-19 and the unemployment that it's caused. The slowdown in the economy was uh, forced. Uh, and understandably so at this point, uh, we seem to be getting back to normal, whatever normal is. And um, uh, we we uh, encourage you to uh, frequently rebalance, especially when you see asset prices changing significantly. Make sure that your portfolio gets rebalanced. It allows you to buy the cheap stocks, uh, you know, at a better price and um, lower your average cost and uh, at the same time, you would sell and use the proceeds of those winners, which is really difficult to do mm-hmm. uh, from yeah. a behavioral point of view. You don't want to sell what's working, but often it does yeah. actually benefit you in the long term. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you can also manage if you know that companies are having operational issues or, or whatever. So do your homework, you know, if you're going to do this by yourself. Uh, I would imagine that DJ would be absolutely help, happy to help you. Uh, as would Peter, and you can, again, reach them at 770-429-9166. If you have questions, uh, call that number and uh, ask for DJ or ask for Peter, and uh, they can answer lots of your questions. Absolutely. Me, I'll be Happy sleeping at my desk. He'll, yeah, don't worry about Troy. We'll Unless it's a complaint. We'll wake you up if we need to. That's, that's <laughs> what I do. Don't make loud noises near me, or you might start. You start yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll answer some more financial questions. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. <laughs> 